I've got some good news. Ah, that's the stuff. <laughs> I just wanted to... It's a little palate cleanser. This week has been uh, a bad week. Uh, a, a hellacious week. Indeed. If you will. Yeah. My man. Indeed. Well, I've got some good news. Maybe this will bring some cheer to your heart. Yeah, you what's that? Click, if you could click on that link okay, under our first item in show notes, it's a Zillow. Now, everyone in my family but me uses Zillow because they're all in a position to think about housing. Must be um, nice. Because they have be incomes nice. that, like, yeah, like some of them own houses. Like, can you ask them to describe what that's like sometime and, like... I just don't even want to know, honestly. I just want them to leave me alone. But every once in a while, our family group message just turns into them people That's talking true. about That's houses true. and sending Zillow links, and I just mute it for a day. Yeah. And they're always now, like... I've, I've clicked this link. Yeah. And it's taken me to this... Um, honestly, this looks like a hotel, like a classical-style hotel. Like, there's a there's a, a covering over the driveway, even, like you would expect at a hotel. <laughs> like I think a valet. Like a valet guy with a little cart. <laughs> This um, this house is I I mean not to compromise my obsec but mm-hmm. I mean I could walk I could walk down the street in like ten minutes fifteen minutes well let's right. be honest I'm real slow fifteen minutes and I can, would can uh, I just say, arrive here <laughs> this is well firstly this has been on Zilla for seven hundred and one days so. <laughs> That's quite something. But also, it's 10,000 square feet. It only has four bedrooms, but it has seven bathrooms. And my question <laughs> about that is, why do you need so many places to do a poo and pee? <laughs> Seems like a lot. I do like, notice, no, though, it's interesting. Um, you scroll down here um, yeah. to the facts and features. The price tag on this house, by the way, is $2,995,000, which has been rounded down. It was... Right, they call that a psychological pricing. (laughs) (laughs) I do notice here they have, um, like Zillow has, okay, bathroom seven. Of those, full bathrooms, seven. Three-quarter bathrooms, half bathrooms, and one-quarter bathrooms. I'm familiar with what a half bath is, but what in the world is a one-quarter bathroom? Is that just a sink? Is that just it's a just foot a room basin? with a sink? <laughs> right. It's just, it's just a room with a toilet, but no sink. There's just a hand sanitizer dispenser. <laughs> and what's a three quarter bathroom? Like, no, I don't that, know. I don't understand. But this is an opulent. Some would say. Some would say gaudy as hell house. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, picture here of what I. Pres- presumed to be the main room and the flooring is in a sort of horrible granite that looks like it would become very slippery if you were wearing anything besides the grippiest shoes there's there's granite steps so it's not yeah. like a flat plane and there's curvy staircases and like in the middle of the room there's a i don't even know what the term but it's like a planter yeah with yeah, plants exactly. and a statue in the middle with the right the it's, it's like a child holding a vase and in the vase is an orb I, yeah and then later why. on there's like in the living room which has like some terrible looking column looking things but there's like an a planter that's like up this is utterly bizarre i i have to assume those are fake plants because there's no way you're watering that but why would you i feel like using interior plants like this for decoration is is just weird. <laughs> My I favorite don't thing is it. if you look at the picture where you can see the front door, um, mm-hmm. 
there's a there's a uh, prominent uh, cross over the front door. Right. These so yeah. you know as naturally this uh, just this is a very this is the kind of place Jesus would live. I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He would. Yeah. I mean, you got the columns. It's very Roman. You know, so he'd, he'd go right at home. This is basically the third temple. I think. I think we can all agree. <laughs> there's, there's like drapes. The, the, there's the colors are like cream and salmon and a sort of maroon. Yeah, and like it's a very, pink quartz kind of looking thing. Yeah, very like it's it's early 90s that was out of fashion even in the early 90s right when they know if you it. go from the picture of the front door if you go uh three pictures in um you get a picture of the living room and i just want to point out the complete incongruousness of the furniture style you have like a fairly modern looking sofa on the right here and then you have a very classical looking sofa with like ornate legs and all that and it's curvy and i just who uh, this is why rich people shouldn't have money because they make choices like this and it's just upsetting it's, it's so just, bad it's very bad it looks to me like a lds temple gone wrong like on the yeah. inside like it's all very like it's supposed to evoke some sort of i don't know like reverence or something but it's all very poorly thought out and just too there's too much there's too much everywhere yeah. And in the bathroom, there's a mural here. You can see of I uh, saw that. There's an elephant, and there's a uh, yeah. It's like Arabian Nights. Kind there's of like thing. a bespoke toilet paper holder there on the wall. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> I also noticed uh, a couple pictures in. There's an emergency light on the wall, which means this place must be so big that you have to have emergency lights by by code. So. That's kind of nuts. I know some people who, I, because I went to high school, I think he was older than me. The, one of the sons of the people who owned this place is Dr. Dr. Reddy. Mm -hmm. um, There's so had, many places. They had some parties here, and uh, they said it was pretty crazy. There's so many places to sit. I don't understand why you need so many seating surfaces. You will not use all of them. I think I found an altar. Is this an altar? I think I found an altar. What is this I'm looking at? Mm, oh, I, I think, yeah, no, I think you're right. That's that's definitely something. <laughs> that's something. It, honestly, it, it looks like where you would put a casket of someone just to be, <laughs> you know, on public display. You, 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 They've got an indoor pool, which is right. cool. Because it's so cold. Well, here see, that's the thing. I got to the picture of the basement with like the exercise equipment. And I was like, this looks fairly normal until I went to yeah. the next picture. And you see <laughs> that it's looking out onto the pool. The pool, by the way, the pool is just full of like, it's like a Roman colonnade. It's there's so many columns. It's utterly ridiculous. It's like this pool's not that big because it's got to have space for <laughs> it's all got the columns. So many columns. Whoever designed this really liked columns. <laughs> More columns. Yeah, there's like several of these urn vase looking things in the various rooms. Yeah, and I, I don't, don't understand. Know. I, do, I like, don't. Is that where it. you keep your secret like Nazi gold or something? I don't understand. Oh, when you get picture 31 of 75, it gets real interesting. It looks it appears to be a dining room, but there's like curtains on the walls like as yeah if it's and like it's like it's theater. like stairs stairs down into double doors it looks like that's where the like the the mob meetings are held right <laughs> and you get ushered in oh, oh this it, is it just... honestly looks like ceremonies take place here 
Yeah. It looks like ceremonies take place. And I feel like that explains why there's so many bathrooms. Okay. The kitchen looks like expensive, but at least it looks fairly normal too. It doesn't yeah. look that weird. Um, it's probably the most normal. I mean, except for the giant vase of flowers, but I'm pretty sure that the realtors had that put there. Yeah. It's probably not actually there. Also, there's <laughs> this has to be staged by the realtors. There are three tea sets in the uh, pantry. Oh, which is not necessary. Very, very important. You've got the well, you know, you've got the gold, silver, and bronze. Right. Well, represent yeah, sure. the, the Olympics of teas. Oh, and then you have the actual living room where everyone actually watches TV. No one sits on any of the other couches. <laughs> oh, that's what I hate about rich people houses is they have like there's so have much wasted. It's like that. It's like meant for display, but it's not meant to actually be comfortable or lived in. And you're just meant to feel awkward the entire time you're there. It's real weird. And it's like, don't, don't sit like on it. that. It's not comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and just to give, I don't want anyone to get the wrong impression about, oh, look, in one of the one of the rooms, there's a, an Aladdin tapestry. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Um, I don't want people to get the impression that, like, of this is the kind of neighborhood I live in, because um, there are well, some, some very wealthy houses like this near right near me. But mm. I just the second link will point you to like more of what. Okay, I was gonna We're say you know, the, the fact that this has been on Zillow for over two years should should uh, should yeah, it's point not you in that direction. Yeah. Oh, this one. Hmm. So this is more standard operating procedure for where I live. Right. Like a weird small stucco house on dirt. Yeah. Like a couple trees that people they're like, well, we got to put something there. <laughs> now this only has two full bathrooms. Well, no, this well, is they're not doing ceremonies. Oh, uh, uh, well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it does yeah. have, it looks like modern washing machines. That That's nice. Yeah, but how many tea sets do they have? Oh, you know, I haven't yet to see a single tea set. Also unfurnished, which is, uh, you know, you want all that furniture in there, sure. Now, the readies have moved. Um, and I assume like most people in California. Hey, this place has a are, shed. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, other place doesn't have a shed <laughs> I mean they probably don't even bother to show the shed now uh, sorry uh, just to interrupt one question yeah. Um, yeah. it looks like this house has a concrete driveway but the road itself is dirt the road is not dirt wait the road which house the second house the second house because um, the driveway just ends in dirt. And my question is, what is the point of having a concrete driveway? <laughs> no, if you look at if you look at picture four, it shows oh, you the okay. street. Interesting. So, so the, so the most concrete of the, just doesn't. Yeah, most of the, the houses street. here, we don't have sidewalks. We just have this dirt mm. easement in front of right. between the street and our house. And it's um I I, I, know, I, I gotta say you know, I'm from places that have grass, so this looks very weird to me, the whole lot being barren of grass. But also, I hate mowing grass, and so this would be great for me. Yeah, except for it looks really terrible, and weeds still come well, up, yeah. and... Oh, 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 really? And it's dust everywhere, so... I don't think that... I don't think weeds can grow if there isn't any grass. I'm pretty sure well, that's I'll illegal. Tell you, I'll tell you, buddy. No, I think that's illegal. They got some pretty, pretty crazy things out here. This house they'll... does have a uh, a wood stove, which is actually pretty neat. Yeah, we have a wood stove. We love it, yeah. folks. Yeah. We love it. Now, yeah. 
I think a lot of people like this are moving. They're leaving California. Okay. It's creating problems. Uh, now, are they leaving California because of uh, uh, the liberalism of California? Or um, They say it's that a lot of times. I mean, okay. who can tell? Who can know? You know, you can't, uh, who, how can you really know? Who truly knows? Yes. There's there's a plethora of reasons. I think mostly it's because it's expensive to live in California and the housing is insane. Like that house right. you're looking at that's yeah, just is, a shed right. is, is $275,000. Yeah, that's a lot. Three bedroom, two bath. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and just to put it in perspective, the median income in the place where this almost three, $300,000 house is is $45,000 a year. So oh, Okay, great. Yeah, that like, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. The housing market is totally rational and normal right now. Yeah. And there's no problems. No reason, no cause to be alarmed. Beautiful. Really, everything's, here. Just, everything's just going smoothly. The whole thing is running like a well-oiled machine. So a lot of people are moving to places like Idaho, which have okay, a lot more okay. property. Uh, and, right. And uh, it's funny because the Idaho people are not happy. Oh, interesting. And there's there's specifically a candidate running for mayor in Boise, Idaho. Okay. Sorry, I'm not, not Boise. Boise. Oh, boy, boy, new new Boise. The <laughs> you got a real hard Z on it. Boise. That's what they want you to do, and you say. Boise. I I thought it was Boise. Boise, Idaho. Boise, Idaho. But Boise. He, he's basically running on a platform of get rid of the Californians moving here. Now tell me, does he want to build a wall on Idaho's Southern border? He literally said, well, we can't build a $26 billion wall, but oh, <laughs> so he's basically oh, like Idaho no. Trump. And he's trying him. to, he's trying nope. to put in place like laws that will discourage. Yeah. I uh, said, it says, uh, he wants to, um, get rid of amenities such as bike paths and a library and a minor league ballpark and raise property taxes. So, so, so making your town suck to own the libs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Very. I just want this town to be like how it was when I was a young child, which is to say completely horrible and inhospitable. What's hilarious is that, they're so upset with these libtards moving in from California, these these coastal elites. But that's most the only of the people leaving have. are not that most of the people leaving are the like conservative ones. Like, yeah, so right. They, exactly. They're it's got to be funny to be one of them. Right. Being a persecuted minority because of your conservative beliefs, finally leaving and thinking you'll be. You'll finally be, you know, at home. I should be welcomed and, with open arms. And they're and they're just like, you radical leftists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you love damn, to, damn yes. California liberal coming in here wanting us to build sidewalks. Oh, you love to see it. Boy. So um that's that's basically just I thought it was funny to point out. There's right. just like the how whole housing situation is creating a lot of content. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, one thing to think about, too, is um, there's, um, you know, a lot of the housing that we have now, um, you know, you have to use an outhouse, right? Because that's how it's been. But uh, I saw this tweet that there's this, I, this is, it just, disgust, I'm appalled 
And and the tweet is from Clickhole, which is a reputable source, and it says, "Disgusting uh-huh. freak! This man has an entire room in his house dedicated to urinating and defecating." And I just want you to imagine. I just want you to imagine having the toilet inside your house and like the smells. <laughs> like that. Yeah, I mean, the, can you? Could you imagine? Where do the smells go? I don't know. Also, where does the where does the poop go? Does it just sit under your house? I don't. Does, does it, it go into, into, into the crawl space? <laughs> Is that how it's insulated? I. I it's unclear. It's unclear. This I, is I, an but, abomination. You know, I, yes, I think uh, it must be stopped. It must be. What if it does get stopped? Like, oh well, then imagine. I suppose we can uh, we can host hoist a giant mission accomplished banner on an aircraft carrier. No, I mean like stopped as in plugged. Oh, oh dang! Um, I, don't want, I mean, hmm. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> you know, this is the thing. When you had outhouses and latrines, you didn't need to call a plumber because it, like, what, what could go wrong? It's a hole in the ground to a cistern, right? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, how complicated that's just how is that? it works? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know mo- uh, this modern world. Yeah. Oh, we should. I tried to go to another segment, but then you know I brought us right back. So we're gonna do another one of these. Yeah. Uh, speaking <laughs> speaking of. Speaking of dumps, it's is it soup season? That's what I'm wondering. I I firmly believe. Well, so I will say, I think for you it's a little less clear because your weather is um, it's weird. It's currently 75 degrees, but it's been getting down into like the 40s at night. Right. So, so this morning here it was a solid 48 degrees, which I would say is officially soup season. Soup season is when the temperature drops below 50 degrees. That's I'm gonna say that's my like barometer for the well thermometer barometer is wrong that's a different measurement <laughs> well i mean soup is a liquid true yeah um but yeah no it's it's definitely solidly soup season another reason i know this is because my mom sent me this morning uh pictures of the soup that she made so it it absolutely is soup season pictures are super hard to get right because like soup <laughs> soup doesn't always look super appetizing and the pictures way you make it appetizing is you put pictures of me pun upon you <laughs> just you just put like like maybe some parsley on it and like a dollop of cream or something but then right. really what you're showing is a color and then on top yeah. of it some parsley and some cream so yeah, it's like what, really hard to get the how good a soup is through via picture right it's very difficult to communicate the goodness because like a can of campbell's tomato soup in a bowl is indistinguishable from like an artisanal tomato soup that you spent 10 hours like right <laughs> It's like, oh, it's a red liquid in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Looks great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just want to I just want to put put this out there that I would like people to share their soup recipes with me. Yeah. yeah I'm, open to it too. I'm I'm not a big soup person, but I think that's because I don't have any good recipes. So, you know. Yeah. Like I mean, who can be a soup person when your only options are Campbell's or Progresso, right? Like yeah, no, that's that stuff gets and that stuff. I don't know what they put in there. It's oh, like probably some, mostly salt, some sort of salt and chicken broth that really just gives me a headache. Oh, I yeah, don't. it's just well, it's canned and, you know, it can last on that shelf. I can eat a lot of canned salt. I just ate basically a whole can of Pringles 
right because mm. i'm on a diet um do you think maybe it's uh <laughs> that the uh soup and the like metal can of the soup can sort of interact and so you're actually yeah, like, like getting some some toxic metals or something maybe yeah i don't know i mean i don't want to be one of be one of those people that says it's the chemicals but um oh, but, but, but it definitely is <laughs> it's the chemicals i mean when you look when you look at it it's all chemicals but right you know <laughs> the chemicals in our soup you know i i want to get a chemical free soup yeah yeah uh, exactly it, it, in in but while i'm waiting for soup season i've mm -hmm. started doing this thing that i'm i'm calling the grilled egg cheese okay and i've been making the sandwich like maybe like three days a week on average like when i get home from work because it's like real easy to make and i got my work schedule means that i only have like i'm making an hour an hour and a half after i get home before i can like i have to stop eating mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and so i need something quick i usually am just eating salads and things like that throughout mm -hmm. the day like vegetables i'm eating a lot of vegetables so like at by the end of the day i'm like man i need something substantial like some protein or something you know something right something right heavy. so i've invented uh something that i know when I tell you what it is, people are just going to say that that's just a grilled and, and uh, a fried egg sandwich. That's all it is. Mm, mm. But it's not. Okay. Okay? okay. It's a grilled egg cheese. Mm -hmm. And it's different. Okay. So I'm going to give you the recipe. Are you ready? I am. You start out with Milton's multigrain bread. Okay. Now this I the clicked the link for this bread yeah. and this bread looks actually pretty good. It's it's what I call the Costco loaf. Now, the 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 version of the this is where it gets tricky because the mm -hmm. version of the bread that you're looking in the picture is a different mm. loaf shape than the one you will get at Costco. Oh, interesting. For some reason, the Costco version, you know, Costco does weird things like that. <laughs> and I don't know why they get their own loaf, but their loaf yeah. is longer and okay. and thinner. Uh, interesting. Okay, so it's more like a conventional loaf of bread. I mean, it's a, like a it, like a Wonder Bread loaf because this looks like a more of like a. I uh, mean, it's exactly the same kind of bread, right? Just shaped differently. Yeah, just That's a different, all. just a different aspect ratio, and, different and the form bread, factor. The bread is. Um, you you have much, to decide between the five point seven inch bread and the six point five inch. <laughs> yeah, you got well. You got the Milton, the Milton multigrain bread. Uh, 11 in the multi-grain bread pro and then right. you got the, the multi -grain pro max bread pro max yeah, yeah. well that's just the two pack um right <laughs> uh, sorry tupac i don't know <laughs> uh so you you get that and it's the perfect the reason why is this bread is good it's very solid like mm -hmm. it's not airy you know right yeah you like want to yeah you don't want to i mean wonder bread is terrible because it's like chewy and weird and just yeah it's yeah. like a cloud and it's gonna fall apart in a, in a this kind of situation right um and it's got a little bit of sweetness because it's like multi-grain so it's mm, got a little bit mm -hmm, more sweet mm -hmm, flavor mm -hmm. to it so then you toast that and then you get two eggs uh okay. you're gonna want to go for organic free-range pastured you know whatever the best right. you can get yeah two eggs now you get a you get a flat top grill i would suggest mm -hmm. doing it on that you could use like a big pan but like you know right flat top grill works really well you're gonna put some butter down or some ghee you know you want to mm -hmm. get some some good fat on there mm -hmm. you're gonna heat it up real hot 
And when it's real, real hot. hot, you're going to crack those eggs and you're going to crack the yolks. And now everyone's going to go screaming at me about this. Mm. You have to crack the yolk. Okay. So the yolk will spread because you're going to cook these things hella fast. And oh, there's nothing worse than having a sandwich with an egg on it where all the egg falls yeah, out of the sandwich. Yeah, and you don't want a runny yolk in like a sandwich. That's that's kind of an odd situation. Yeah, you, you want, want the yolk out. to be soft. I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna get a hard yolk, but it needs yeah. to spread further. It needs to be mm. you want these kind of be kind of flat. So you spread out a little bit. You're cooking this thing hot and fast. Then you're gonna mm. get two slices of Swiss American cheese. Okay. This is the the Costco log. Okay. Uh, white Swiss American cheese. Um I, w- I didn't realize that Swiss American cheese was a thing. That's a combination cheese, or is that just American cheese that has uh, gotten a green or Swiss cheese that's gotten a green card? It's like American cheese that's white, and okay. it tastes a little different, but I think most people couldn't tell the difference. Huh. Interesting. But um, the reason you're going for this is that you want, you're going to want, you're going to, what you're going to end up with is like a solid white gooey thing. And mm-hmm. you want the, mm-hmm. you want the yellow to be the yolk. So you can see the right. egg yolk. Okay. I don't know why this is important to me. So you're going to you're going to start front. You're going to toast the bread. You're going to put mayonnaise on the toasted bread on both sides. And then you're going to put oh, the, some people are going to be very against that. You're going to put the, you're gonna you put said the, the M word. The, they can go to hell. So you can take the, <laughs> the toast and you're going to mash it together and then you're going to rub it together to evenly disperse. You don't want a lot of mayonnaise, just a little bit. Okay? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, don't go nuts. And then you're you're gonna salt the side of the eggs that that mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. that you haven't flipped them yet, and then you're gonna flip them. Oh, sorry. Then you're gonna pepper them. So you have some crack crack black pepper. You're mm-hmm. gonna flip them. Then, as soon as you flip them, you're gonna put one slice of cheese on each egg. Okay. And then you're gonna wait like ten seconds, maybe. Right. Maybe twenty <laughs> seconds. And the, then you're the, gonna, the cheese is going to droop a little bit, but it's not going to fully melt in that time. And you're going to take one egg with the cheese on top of it and put it on top of the other egg. Oh, okay. So you're going to sandwich the eggs there. Double stack the eggs. Double yeah. stack the eggs. And then you're going to you're going to take that and you're going to put it on top of the one piece of bread, put the other piece of bread, cut the bread in half. That's a grilled egg cheese. And it's like a grilled cheese with mm-hmm. egg in it. And I'm interesting. I, I, it's it's distinctly different from an from a fried egg sandwich because right. it's very gooey. I'm wondering if there happens. are opportunities for the tactical application of some other uh, spices, you know, like maybe a, a little sprinkle of oregano or something. I've thought of trying something, and I've tried putting like paprika on it. Okay, yeah. I tried. What did I try? Something else, but I it 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 all was what, like what? It, it was <laughs> too much. Yeah, it's, this thing of itself is supposed to. It's like it, it like wants to be a greasy fat bomb. Like, mm-hmm. I, what about I, some tahini? Oh no, yeah, I don't no? think so. No, okay, yeah, the grilled the grilled egg cheese. Try it. I want people to okay. try this. Yeah. You can buy everything at Costco for this. Right, yeah, the Costco loaf, the Costco log, the Costco eggs. I mean, all of it you can yeah. get from Costco. So I, I just want to clarify: this is a pro man podcast and we we will brook no no uh listen i will i will not tolerate disparagement of mayonnaise i don't understand it i don't i don't it's just i it, it do you not like mayonnaise flavor? Is just 
Mayonnaise and just is just oil and vinegar combined with eggs to hold them together. It's very simple. It's just it's just fat and and uh, sour. And it's it, yeah, fat and acid. That's it's like a fat acid sauce. It's like the basis of that's like what every sauce is. <laughs> like it's like mm-hmm. a fat acid sauce. Like yep. get out of here, people. Okay, yeah. we, gotta, we gotta talk about something else. I'm getting upset now. I'm just getting upset. Uh, well. I'm sure that this next topic uh, will not upset you at all. Oh, no. Um, private health no. insurance. Wow. wow. We love it. We love wow. the private health insurance. Um, yes. Did you know that there are approximately 27 and a half million people in the U.S. without health insurance? That is uh, just under 10% of the population, which I would argue is 10% too many. It's a tithe. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's what you tithing <laughs> people's lives. It's cool. important that those ten percent donate their not having health insurance so that the rest of us can. When you look at it, this is kind of like our modern day Moloch. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> We're just sacrificing people. Cool. Right. But it's uh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. This um, doesn't make me mad. Come right. on, man. It. You know. Yeah. It's uh, almost thirty million people who don't have health insurance in the event that they get sick. So I'm sure that's great and not at all a problem that we should be considering. And you know who agrees with me? Um, I, I'm just going to take a wild guess. Okay. Benny Boy Shapino. You are correct. Right-wing logic and facts man uh, was on uh, his television program. I guess it's an internet television program. Um, and he was saying uh, that... Um, if you neglect certain confounding factors, right? You follow? Like we're gonna we're gonna neglect some confounding factors. If you love neglect to those things, confounding factors. I'm sorry, what? I love to. Oh, neglect you love it. Yes. Um, yeah. If you neglect the confounding factors, our healthcare system is actually pretty good. Even though even though life expectancy has been declining for the past three years, it's actually pretty good when you take out those confounding factors. Now, Everybody you may ask. Everybody loves private health insurance industry. You may ask, what are those confounding factors? And they're things like uh, auto accidents, murder, suicide. Uh, those are the things he said that you should neglect when you consider whether or not our healthcare system is good. Uh, so basically, if you ignore all of the bad things about our healthcare system, it's actually pretty good. And I think that that is just flawless logic. <laughs> that's that's really how numbers don't lie especially if you if you if you delete, ignore the numbers that that undercut you delete your point. all the rows and columns with the numbers that you don't like right and then it's perfect <laughs> that's that's just that's just data you're right yes this is data journalism this is vox right here this is no difference <laughs> literally no difference yeah no well, the, yeah uh, hmm. Anyway, uh, just, you, you hate to see it. And uh, I have included a video in the show notes about you hate to see it. Yeah, we don't want to spoil it for you. Click click the link that says, folks, you hate to see it. You'll be delighted. It's somewhat unrelated and also related. Well, also relatedly, because of this, I, I feel primarily is a, is a matter of healthcare. It um, is, I think, yes. We, I agree. It, it appears that our fine president. Now, this has been mm-hmm. uncovered by professional linguist, engineer, sometimes scientist, amateur, several other things. Jay Relling. Railing? Railing? Ray, ray, uh, yeah. Railing? 
And I do want to emphasize that we are going to take this with a grain of salt because the background on this man's Twitter is the sassy Nancy Pelosi clap, which is a red flag. However, this is still interesting. His profile picture appears to be him in front of some sort of globalist insignia. Infowars kind of background looking thing. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's very interesting. But he's uncovered something. Yeah, he's Um, done a zoom and enhance here. I'm not sure why it's taken this long. (laughs) <laughs> but just because everyone was distracted with everything else going on this, this is this is actually a lot about how trump works that there's just like a, a, it's like a setting a circus on fire it's yeah. like the perfect arsonist project because well like, this is how's anyone gonna spy. discover what went wrong this is one of those like i spy pictures where the more you look at it, the more you uncover <laughs> So he's in his office. This is the, the 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 picture, the famous picture in 2016 of Trump eating a, uh, a what appears to be a taco salad. Yeah, something like that. And There's one of those a, like fried... a tortilla bowl. Yeah, yeah. It appears to be all hamburger meat, cheese, and sour cream. Right. But, uh, um, but that's mean, not important. Game recognized important, game. Right. But what's important is that uh, behind him there is a door, a drawer that is cracked slightly. And it turns out if you do, um, you know, a CSI style enhance maneuver on the photo, you determine that's what's in the drawer is Sudafed. But it, it's not even like our Sudafed, which is to say American Sudafed. It is, in fact, a special variety of Sudafed, a special flavor, as well, it were. Now, I'm going to interrupt you here, Andrew, because you said sure. it's Sudafed. Mm. But it's not just an Sudafed. <laughs> right. It's like it's like. It's like five, six of them that you can see, and the drawer is deeper. So I see that. Yeah. Who knows how many of these he's got? There's a solid are in there. You know, listen, Trump understands the whole three is two, two is one, one is none kind of, you know, methodology here. He's got he's got backups of his backups for his Sudafeds. Um, But this is this is special Sudafed, which you can get only in the United Kingdom because it is a special formulation. It's um yeah it, it's got um it, oh wait it's got uh, this... it's it's order! <laughs> oh yes you thank you order yeah. right um this is Sudafed mucus relief which includes uh paracetamol which is Tylenol to us caffeine and then phenylephrine which is the Sudafed ingredient so this is like Sudafed plus caffeine which means that it's like super duper uh stimulating. Yeah. And um, it sounds like a street drug, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so basically, this uh thread goes on to speculate that uh the president has been abusing Sudafed. Um, what's clear is that he has more Sudafed than he should have legally been allowed to purchase, which I think is an impeachable offense. I think we can all agree. Um, we got him, uh, so he'll have to resign now. Um, and in fact, the the final end of the tweet here is a dr- desk drawer full of a controlled substance, however benign, shows signs that someone is systematically circumventing the law. We got him. We got him. We got him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That brings you me know, to the- maybe he's just congested all the time. <laughs> I mean, knows? you know, he's always sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> Right next to the Sudafed are like four boxes of Kleenex. <laughs> He's a big sniffy boy. Give him a Listen, break. Listen, I'm, I'm I'm big and snotty. All right, like give me a break. He's he's got you know, all the great pollens are just yeah. uh, affecting him. The deep state pollens. Right. A- anyway, this, speaking of, we got him. This sort of thing brings me to a theory that 
that like um just like it fell upon me like a warm blanket upon my head as okay. i was just driving this week right and i just realized this is like a shower thought but you happen to be driving at the time <laughs> yeah, kind of thing yeah. yeah and i just thought oh democrats will always lose mm. they will always lose now mm. do you this, understand that once you accept this <laughs> right so many other things start to make sense so the thing is, this is my theory that d- Democrats will always aim to defeat Trump on a technicality. Mm, if you look right, at yeah. this whole impeachment thing, it began with this thing that was exposed. It's like, holy crap, this is like a corrupt thing and it's crazy. And right. it's really just nuts that a president would do this. And it's everyone looking at it can be like, yeah, that's bad. And then you look at his poll numbers and every like, you know, everyone's like, okay, yeah, this let's impeach. Let's do that. And the Democrats were like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Let's right. impeach him because the inspector general of the o- o- OLC wrote a memo that we could do. And, and like, they turned it into this technicality thing instead yeah, of yeah. being like, well, what he just, did is morally and ethically wrong. Well, He's a bad person. Let's impeach him. It's because the Democrats are narcs basically. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And they they care they want to they want a legal solution rather than a political solution. It's much easier for them to say uh you broke the rule and now you have to go in timeout rather than saying you are annoying me and you have to go in timeout. That's political. So the problem is we've run out of legal solutions and political solutions are the only ones that are left. And the thing and is everyone that I, is deeply uncomfortable with that. And I realize that they they don't want to do it because they realize that their only actual power you know, the only efficacy that they can actually summon mm-hmm. is derived from the popular will. It comes from the people. Mm-hmm. And but if they embrace populist energy, <laughs> then they also have to confront their the the divide between like yeah, the fact classes. that they take lots of money from the donor classes yeah, because, uh, like, while pretending to be the party of the working class. The hypocrisies will become apparent and the opposing party will point that out and everyone will be like you know what yeah true and so you know, they, i, I they, was thinking about this this yeah. week too uh, which is that you know i think we are taught that populism is bad and yeah. you know people try to point to like fascism and like hitler as examples of populism gone bad but populism itself isn't like like it's a kind of a new all it means is that you're appealing to the opinions of the people and people and and People go, well, the people have bad opinions or whatever, but also that's not democracy if you're ignoring the will of the people. Right. Um, you have to have and, some basis for things. Like and this is I applied the for whom principle here, your for yeah. whom principle. Yeah. And my question was like, for whom is it advantageous to say that populism is bad? And the answer is the elites, because yeah. if you give the people power, then they don't have their special interest and influence over things. So that's well, why they say populism is bad. It's like, no, you shouldn't listen to the people. You should listen to me. And who are we talking about here? Because it's like important to be like, you know, we'll be like they or the Democrats. But like, let's just explicitly point out it's party leadership within the Democratic Party. Right. Because they look around and they understand they have more in common with Brett Kavanaugh than AOC. Like they, they yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, they were, we're probably in the more. same Yale secret societies or whatever. 
and they're like, if we if we go digging, we're gonna find some some skeletons that half the skeletons in their closet, half the other half's in my closet. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's uncomfortable. And so they know that populist power is going to displace their displace their own if they fully embrace it. And they're just there. So they can't use that tool because right. they're selfish. Yeah. And they're ultimately about maintaining their own power. And, right. and I'm sure that they don't do it. I think, I think most people aren't just evil. I think the reason they do it is because they convince themselves that the only way I can bring about the changes that I care about and that I believe are important is if I remain in power. So if I sacrifice my power, I can't make those changes, right? But I can't it, make those changes because I have no power to do. So it's like, it's better circular- to lose an election and still have like influence control over a party than to win an election on the basis of a popular movement, which would then displace you immediately because you basically but represent about, everything they're against. Right. But bring about important goals that you ostensibly believe in. Yeah, but you don't actually believe in them. And also, you're not in power anymore. So that's not palatable. I mean, that's not feasible. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it's it's interesting t- that, like, I don't know what made it click in my head, but th- th- that's that's what we're going to what's going to happen. And and now I've become deeply cynical. Yeah, <laughs> Trump is going to stay in office. He's going to win again. He isn't going to stay there for another four years because um and well, it doesn't help that all of the resistance dweebs on twitter are like the the most amplified voices at the moment and yeah. you know they're just out here tweeting stuff comparing like uh what elizabeth warren to game of thrones characters or whatever or you know and it's like okay great that's yeah that's the kind of focus we need well she has a plan for that uh, yeah um she's the breaker of chains or whatever my plan for all of this <laughs> mm-hmm. is uh you know what? actually we're not going to talk about that yeah i don't feel like it really yeah no we're done oh well we'll delay the <laughs> we'll delay the launch of that new plank um yeah <laughs> yeah we have, it's, to, it's we have to get thought. more donors to the think tank to support to roll out that program so get in yeah, touch we really haven't researched it enough <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, um, I, I just think it's that's that's the problem we're in. And the only I mean, the really the only solution is for people as a mass to rise up and mm-hmm. hold their their government responsible. That's the only thing that's ever going to change anything. And right. so that's it. If you're sitting around waiting for some referee to give to give yeah, Trump a no red one's card come and kick in him out and throw a flag on Trump. You know, there's no 15 yard penalty here. Yeah, that's not how this works. Yeah, uh, I, I just have, um, you know, there's a website that I read that I, that I I respect a lot of the time, and they published an article that really, uh, really, really hurt, really, really, um, you know, uh, killed my faith in them. And it, uh, the title of the article is "Sorry, guys, it's time to ditch your undershirt." And upon just reading this headline, I knew that I disagreed strongly. Um, and indeed, reading the article, uh, the rationale that they give for um, burying this tired regressive trend, which that's what? an awful lot of political language about a white shirt. But sure, um, it's bad. It's not good. Um, and they seem to not actually understand the benefits of wearing an undershirt, which is mainly um, not getting your outside shirt all sweaty. The person writing this article seems to think that one wears undershirts so you like cover up your chest hair, but that's never why I've worn an undershirt. 
I've worn an undershirt because it's comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And it, I don't and understand it, this at all. And it, yeah, like it, it, you know, it helps to wick sweat and keep sweat off your clothes. It protects your, your clothes from, you know, body, you, you know, cause you got oils and skin and things like that. And you, you're going to do the damage of contact with your body, with your undershirt before your, right. your other show. It's going to make them last longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I, there's a heading here, embrace your imperfection and your chest hair, mm-hmm. which is really offensive to people like me who uh, have no real chest hair to speak yeah. of. Right. Um, so like, what am I supposed to do? Did yeah, you think uh, of that? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I couldn't I, also, you know, I, as somebody who as part of their religious practice, wears a uh, undergarment, uh, like a, a shirt. And, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's part of something that I wear. That's, uh, this is definitely problematic. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a requirement. Yeah. Well, the other thing, the other point that this, um, article makes is that undershirts, you know, um, it's like, oh, uh, it can be distracting when like the white part of an undershirt is visible, you know, as part of another outfit. And my argument for that would be that you're just not wearing the right kind of undershirt. You're either wearing a crew neck when you should be wearing a V-neck or you should go and find like uh, flesh tone colored undershirts, which are designed for the purpose of blending in. Um, this is this just seems like a novice, honestly, like a novice take. I can tell that this person doesn't know what they're talking about because there's literally a sentence here. We've done away with the 1960s era cigarettes, hair gels and fat ties. All right. Uh, okay. uh two of those things yeah are not from the 60s mm. hair hmm. gel was like invented in the 80s and 90s yeah people in the 60s wore like pomade or grease or mousse or something they did not wear right there's no Real gel cream. <laughs> there was no la looks in the 60s yeah yeah and, and fat ties were absolutely from the 70s Oh, yeah, that's definitely a, a 70s Mad Men style thing. Yeah. Also, so. who is this person thinking that trends don't come back around? I mean, honestly, <laughs> we've put these things behind us. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, anyway. nobody, nobody uses uh, some sort of small pencil like cylinder to inhale nobody things consumes anymore. tobacco anymore. That's just <laughs> ridiculous. It's entirely out of fashion. Yeah. You folks, you hate to see it and you'll never see it. Yeah. You know, anyway, my my opinion is you were banned from the server. Get out. I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank you for your patience. There's so many mistakes I have already made, but I'm working to be better day by day. I think I'm gonna make it, but for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing.